If you're a listener of From the Mouths of Madness podcast, I can only assume that you're also a diehard fan of horror movies like myself. My name is Matt Balea, and I own a company called To Die For. We make custom horror-inspired designs for shirts and much more. From original to exclusive content, we can get you whatever it is your dark heart might desire. Check us out at www.todieforshop.com. That's the number two, die, the number four, shop.com. Enjoy the show. The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Listeners, beware. I both love and hate H.P. Lovecraft's success, how he's still like being, uh, you know, adapted still to this day. I hate it mainly because he never knew, he, he like he died broke. Yeah. No one liked his that's shit. That's ironic. It's, it's kind of like, 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 like Poe. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like the world wasn't ready to accept the dark and dreary and, and, and especially the cultish that Lovecraft brought. And he's, it's kind of, he's turned into an adjective. His last name is like, you know, it's Lovecrafty. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it is Lovecrafty. And that's yes. crazy. Can you think about that, like your style? becomes like literally your last name describes genre exactly that's kind of impressive yeah too bad you didn't get to see see that shit like that's and that's really why i dislike it but then i do like it uh, i love it because we get to enjoy it the adaptations yeah of his (laughs) of his work we've been getting since uh, i mean it goes back as far as 80s for me but i feel like there might have been one or two prior to that Maybe I'm trying Maybe, to think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I mean, even when like it's not directly based off his material, people could just use elements because like he has such kind of direct themes that people go, well, it's you know Lovecraftian, mm-hmm. not based on it, but has those elements. Like he's taken over. Like if you follow certain rules with things, then it's Lovecraftian. Really, if, really, if it just involves giant sea beasts and. uh you know, well, otherworldly shit. Yeah, like yeah, other worlds. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you could almost say like a, a different writer, but like The Mist mm-hmm. has Lovecraftian elements to it. Yes, even though it's 100%. based on fucking Stephen King Dang. shit. But no, hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's true. And um, you know, I wish that the man, the man who did the most when we think of Lovecraft, uh, you know, adaptations is Stuart Gordon. Yeah, rest in power, motherfucker. Like. Motherfucker, like, <laughs> he didn't slightly mention, like, I remember, like, Reanimator, it's like, you know, Lovecraft, like, he, he put that shit right there on the fucking, yeah. like, nope, I'm not even pretending, like, I didn't take, like, inspired from this shit. Exactly, but then you go into From Beyond, and you go into Castle Freak, Dagon, like, you go into yep. all these, and then there's, I think he did, uh, one, like, two of the Masters of Horror, they were both, I think, Lovecraft adaptations. Yeah, I think it was, like, uh, Dreams in the Witch House. Yeah, you know, one it's of been them. So long. So the mouse keeps this. coming out the wall. Yeah, in that in, in, in that like bread that boarding house he rents in. Anyway, uh, there's there's just so many, and it. I wish he had a chance to get to the movie that we are going to talk about tonight. Well, I mean, he supposedly was. Yeah, this is unfortunate. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of like would have liked to seen his interpretation. I feel like we would have gotten a different movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like 100%. All right, folks. So tonight on the chopping block, we're going to be talking about 2023's Suitable Flesh. 
Yeah, now, uh, before we dig any further into this, so please ask that you like, comment, rate, review, share, subscribe across all the socials. It greatly helps out the Madness Boys. It takes you a second, but we appreciate the shit out of it. Love it, hate it, let us know either way. Props, We're cons, cool. we don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do care if you like talk shit, but you know. I mean, eh. We care. We're not going to say anything, but it hurts us a little bit. Eh, maybe. But we love when you give us props. <laughs> Got to take the uh, bad with the good, man. That's right. All right, so, I mean, you could kind of say he's there in spirit. I feel like they missed... One huge mark of not having Jeffrey Coombs in this movie. Yeah. They had Barbara waiting. Crampton, but no, not even a cameo. And I'm like, dude, it's like, no, we got you Senator, know he would have been we in We got there. Senator Kelly from X-Men. Yeah, that, why couldn't he have been the fucking that, father? Seems like that would have been perfect. What else was he working on? He had to have been working on something. I don't know. Or maybe he didn't want to do another love. Like, Has he done something recently, Coombs? Maybe. Maybe we just haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, I keep going back to, feel, would you rather, but that bitch came out like fucking no, like- he, He's never stopped working. It's just whether or not we, you know, because he was on like season two of Creep Show, and he's been that's he's been right. In, okay, he's been yeah. In stuff. He yeah. just do we find out about it? I don't think he's as you know uh, visible on social media. <laughs> it's just like, weird because I mean, you know, the writer is you know Dennis uh, Paoli, yeah, who yeah. worked hand in hand with you know Stuart Gordon, and then Barbara Crampton's in this. So you almost kind of just are like, did you? Make a phone call? Did, Did you try you to reach out? Try? Yeah. Did you even try? Because it seems like, you know. No, he should have been the father. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, he should have been the dad. Yeah. Like, hands down, there's I no think, questions. I think they were just impressed that they got Heather Graham out of whatever. <laughs> Retirement? She, I, what was that? I don't know. We haven't <laughs> seen her fucking forever. Yeah. Um, and the director, Joe Lynch. Uh, I, I know I've seen tons of his other stuff. I think he does, he's done a lot of TV stuff. Yeah. So. I, again, I, I think we would have gotten a different movie if the. And I know we would have gotten Jeffrey Coombs, Stuart Gordon. Did this one. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I will say it, it is an interesting take on um, the body snatching, if you will. Because, you know, uh, what's his face did wrote for body snatchers in the 90s. So it's kind of, there's some of that element in there, invasion of the body snatcher. Yeah. Just, but it's more like knowingly through black magic. And Fatagon and all that shit swapping do souls. The, do a little chant. Yeah, get, get it in there. A little, a little soul swapping. But there's, I feel like we're almost talking about the same movie. There's still rules with this where you get it on there a third time and you kind of jammed into that bitch, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. and that's I think here's where watching something close to something else. And I'm not saying that there's that many similarities, but the kind of possession taking over body thing. We just watched a movie that was. One of my favorite from last year, and uh, and then watch yeah. something else. It's like ah, this seems sort of not completely familiar, but better execution. Well, I mean, they're not they're not comparable. Like when Evil Lurks was just evil. Yeah, with there were rules, but it was just evil. No, its only motive was to live. Yeah, was to, was to be born, and it didn't care who it infected. As they, refer, you know, kind of referenced it more than possessed was more of an infected and rotting and all that. Where this, it was all selfish black magic. Let's of, just fuck with people. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, and, and, and you, you realize it wasn't the father isn't the one who summoned the, the I, I guess, isn't the, the one that initially son, summoned it. Yeah. Or no, I thought he did summon it did to, to help his, his son out. But okay. that's where it gets a little kind of weird. Like, he was yeah. just like, oh, I, I did it for my kid. But it counts, he, right? He was, because uh, I know when he was, when Heather, when Barbara, was it Barbara or Heather's, Heather's character was talking to the then possessed son the demon was like, I don't know, like, I don't know my age, like, yeah. you know, and, and whatnot. And so I, I just, I think when I heard that, I forgot that it was a demon talking through the son, and that when you first saw the father, 
that it was you know it 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 didn't click at first that he was the one that summoned him. I think I thought that the demon had just been kind of moving around to yeah. people, or is it just once the father released him, then the demon can do whatever he wants? Why don't people just stop doing the fucking chant. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like. There's always these kind of easy solutions that nobody seems to fucking figure well, out. Well, I don't think it's the people. I think it's it's the demon that does it. Yeah. So the demon's doing it. But just like fucking shut, like shut like something's mouth. Do stop something. Like the nah. first thing you should do is try to take off the lower jaw. Yeah. <laughs> just rip, I'm just saying, like, there's the like lower jaw. All right, I know those first couple words. That's the chant. I'm gonna just wait for him to finish the chant. Like, no, stop it. He's he's giving you the heads up. Yeah, all right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stop him. I mean, that, that's really what a lot of the movie, I mean, yeah, I'd say, okay, a lot of the movie is just the passing back and forth. There's the weird, like, she wants to fuck the demon. Yeah. In, like, a teenager's body. That's, like, there's a little uh, bit of weirdness with that, too. That was weird. Because, like, I do remember Heather Graham as Rilla Girl from Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. We all should. Yes. Um, And she still looks really good for her age. But there's a weirdness to older Rilla Girl trying to fuck the teenager. I don't yes. know. Yeah, I agree, hundred yeah. percent. That was yeah. weird. Not but trying to did. Now, in the same <laughs> instance, I will give her props. I thought she did a pretty good job in this. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when she's like taking or like her like facial like cha- like the way she changed like was pretty good. Yeah, I, I agree. That. She looks several times really fucked up. Yes, like sometimes I'm like all right, she's still pretty fucking hot. Other times like that's one crazy bitch. Like she oh, looks fucked up, man. I, I know what uh, I know what got me confused was. When she first gets possessed, the de- the reaction, I thought that the demon entered the father and then it was the father's soul that was transferring everywhere. Yeah. Because that's why the hand kept changing. Because, you know, the if yeah. you remember like the kid when he's possessed. Yeah. Like, um, because when he first went into Heather Grant's body, he starts rubbing her clit and he's oh. Like he's discovering then, for the first time. Oh, and I got then a clit. She starts riding or her, her husband who's played by Jonathan Shea. So we all should know fucking like Doom Generation. Yeah. And uh, the wonders. I was saying, <laughs> doing that thing <laughs> you do. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> More so. Let's go with Doom Generation. Uh, he was in some other movie too. He was in a de- oh, Day of the Day of the Dead remake. He was a one of the re- no. He was in a remake, a shitty remake. Oh, prom, prom night. night. Yeah, prom night remake. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I remember seeing that motherfucker somewhat recently, and something we had to watch. Yeah, fucking prom night. Prom night That's remake. Right. That's right. Yeah, and he was also plays the character Bob in. The Day of the Dead remake. You gotta tell me about that one. No, I haven't I... watched it. I just saw the I just saw the cover. I haven't okay, watched it. I, yeah, I haven't seen so, that. So and then when they're fucking, she's like, "Oh no, it's better." Like when she comes, she's like, "Oh no, this is better." Like it, a, if you catch it, she's like, "Oh, this this is way better." And like the husband's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. And it's because I'm assuming never experienced a female orgasm. Yeah, and apparently it's better. I like this. <laughs> female or- orgasms are better. So it 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 seemed to really come from the perspective of. A man versus just a demon because the demon's non non gendered. Right? Yeah. So that I was kind of thrown by that. You, see, you know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it didn't make sense to me. Or it's just it's been jumping from dude to dude. That it's, it's only like, been in dudes. Oh. Oh. That oh, could be shit. it. Yeah. Maybe it's only been in dudes. Like, uh, yeah. The penis and all. Oh, sh- what is this? Well, because the demon does say that it's been years since someone has uh, enticed him as yeah. much as she yeah. has. She's different. So well, maybe she that's kept what kind of fucking with him too. Yeah. Uh, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> and before she fucked him, <laughs> she was fucking with it. Then she fucked, fucked it. it. <laughs> I'll say the the uh, I like how they showed the hypnotization earlier. By the way, she just left homeboy clenching the fist. Yeah, like I, I thought he was gonna take open his hand. It was gonna be blood everywhere. Yeah, you don't leave somebody in fucking hypnosis. Like you don't. I don't think you do that. 
I don't know if she was really good at her job. I, I, mean, I, I said she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't. I mean, the, kind of the movies about her kind of fucking shit up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, but when she used the knife to actually hypnotize him, mm-hmm. that was that was cool. That was fun. And then, I mean, we got to get to some of the gore in it because most of the movie is just the bouncing back and forth, her thinking she's insane, her realizing she's sounding like the kid who who is coming across insane because he's yeah. talking about body swapping. Well, there's so all that like, image, that imagery that's like that's being seen. That's like kind of fucking around until you get to where actual like shits happening. Because yeah. that's the thing is, like, it does make you kind of mistrust. You're like, wait, is this another sequence or is nope, nope, this happened for real. This is happening. The yeah, cap got detated. So. Cap got t- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, the fucking when the when he uh, he gets pushed out the window and then when she just ru- like runs over him. Yep. Then backs up when he's against the wall, and then they show it through the fucking camera. I was gonna say, Dude, I do, I will say, awesome. I appreciate. I was Dude. waiting for somebody to take advantage. Every a car now camera. has a back yeah. camera. Dude, it's so good. Nobody's done that. I gotta give props. That was kind of cool. But it was the second one. The second one, I was like, oh god damn. Yeah. No. 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 But <laughs> I can't believe nobody's done that till now that I can think of. No, I, I can't think of that any yeah. either. So that was fucking bravo. Yeah. Because that shit looked brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Because you've never, I mean, usually if I see a human being, as I'm backing up, I, um, what's that? Oh, you stop. You don't drive over, you know? But, like, but also, like, whenever they show that in a movie, it's always usually a side or an overhead view. You never get, like, it's a usually frontal, overhead. You never yeah. get a frontal view. Exactly. <laughs> of hitting somebody with a car. God damn. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, that was mad props. And then, like, really, the end is the, it, it's definitely less animated through the whole movie than most of, like this vein, like if Stuart Gordon had done this, I feel like it would have definitely been more gory. Yeah, and like if you look at like movies you mentioned, like it just reanimated like from Hell Castle Freak, I mean, not more from Beyond on, Castle Freak, on the CGI like vein, mm. then because mm. there's several things that are practical, like again the captivated and things like that, but it gets a little CGI. The blood, heavy on like it. the initial blood splatter when he falls. Yeah, that was yeah. But when she gets down there, now he's in a pool. But like when it happens, it's like oh. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Come on, you guys could have had like a something. I will say <laughs> it does pick up at the end. I mean, and when we say the end, like it's only a 95 it's... minute movie, but it, so when I think the end, I'm talking like when it's an hour and 40, and I would say the last 35 is like go, 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 go. Yeah. You know? But it's a slow burn. It didn't and, bother and me. I know. I, I, I understand. I, I just, for some reason, the pacing was just a little off. Again, then picks the fuck up. I just getting there was kind of. See, I think that it bounced enough between what was happening. You're, you're establishing the relationship and the yeah. swapping stuff like that. But I also establishing that. like you know with her colleague and that is, she, is she's trying to be honest is like, am I crazy and be and talk to you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. trying. So I feel like all of her relationships and so maybe all right, a couple of the scenes with her other patients didn't didn't really fucking matter. Yeah, those that, I agree with that. That's, that's I agree what with I'm kind of saying where it's like. Yeah. But that, but I mean, that would have oh, cut out. Oh, she's she's a, a doctor. Yeah, okay, yeah. That would have cut out maybe six minutes. Yeah, but so that would made you it could better. Just show files behind her. And yeah, go, okay, she she's got other patients. Like yeah. I don't. I'm just saying, do we really need to go? We didn't visit? need the anger management, dude. Yeah. But that, again, that was showing us the hypnosis. That's so that was true. necessary. Right. Right. But so. she does it again. So yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but we, when she did it at the end, we wouldn't have known about it already. But would you would would you have watched and got? I don't know if she knows how to do hypnosis. Like I, I, I you could just do it, and I'd be like, okay, she's done this before. I don't know if I need a scene. I think they felt they need to establish that. 
because really she's using a knife with light and no one like as soon as you saw her recognize that i'm like oh she's going to hypnotize him yeah i don't know if i would have thought of that right out the gate if okay. i hadn't seen that scene you can tell me you 100 percent would have thought of that 100 percent would have known what she was doing as soon as that happened i think you just mention it you don't mm -hmm. have to have a scene you know what i mean like i'm not yeah if you just mentioned it or you there's a book on hypnotism and something like on that. the desk okay. yeah i'm just yeah, saying yeah. you could just go there's that and you go and you're not like oh bullshit she's never done this before fair but to show fair. a whole scene we're like oh she's done it before because i saw it earlier mm -hmm. you just you don't need it just give me to the i need the gore <laughs> i want the i want the crazy shit i don't need and they were trying to establish a relationship she's with professional the husband. i understand yeah uh, you know and they were trying to establish a relationship with her husband yeah you know and it's like they went there and then they didn't it was kind of weird, like, you know, he's like, I'm looking for jobs, da, 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 da. she's so self-absorbed uh, self absorbed with her work, so he's like, you know, he's like, oh, my day was great, blah, 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 or my day sucked, da, da, da. Like, he's not feeling like it's a relationship, like it's a marriage. Yeah. Because he says at the end, it's been bad for a while, so it he's leads kind you to believe, of updating, like, like, yeah, I'm still working my job. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Working your job? Hematizing people? I made this dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like, awesome. Do we want to eat? Yeah. I guess we eat together. <laughs> I'll look at you. I'll, you look at my face, look at your face, and we'll finish eating. Yeah, and it, just, we'll... it just seemed, you know, sterile. So I guess they were definitely trying to establish that. And the fact that she fucked the demon, not the kid, but it was the demon that lured her in. When she tells the husband, of course, he's like, oh, this was leading up to this. Because at first, he's like, I don't, he's not believing in body possession. Like, you know, yeah. he's, not, he's not believing oh, in that shit. Oh, no, yeah, sweetie. You, you were possessed, and that's why. You... Yeah, like, it's. Yeah, it's like, no, no. You have to understand. <laughs> I'm at work. <laughs> Fucking demons are popping in and out of people. I got caught with a little case of the demons. Yeah. All right. All right. I need. I needed some D. <laughs> I, I got a case of the demons, and I got a little D. You know, like it. Shit happens at work. It's. It's. You know, one of the uh, the work risk I have is. You know. Yeah. That's listed in. You know. In yeah. The text for. That's why I had to sign that waiver. You could be possessed by a demon and get out and get on the D. All right. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but that that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell. There's just, I mean, the scene with the father was necessary because you realize he's a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I still would try to figure out the dad's motivation. Like, well, he's falling apart. Yeah, but that's so that that again, that was the other part that was confusing was he's when you see the dad, he's falling apart. So okay, he asked, you know, did he really do the demon for his son or did he do it for himself? Because he said he beat cancer four times. He's hacking up a fucking lung. He's he's gonna get sick with something else. Is he want the demon to, or did he find a way to swap souls? See, that was the thing I was thinking initially is that he just found a way to move his soul into a younger body. Or was he just testing on his son? And yeah. he's like, all right, let's see if you're gonna fuck him up. And if things are good, come on in. That's, that's come what, on in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm confused with that. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like here, try he's this. An asshole. <laughs> here, oh, this was like shit. Here, you try it. Yeah. Like, so th that's why initially I thought. But you made a good point. Maybe the demon's only been in men. But I initially thought that because you see the father, he's fucking broken. Like, he's yeah. not going to make it much longer. That it was his father's actual spirit moving around. Yeah. That's what I thought. So, but the, and but it, it it's really the demon as he moves into the other body, he swaps and then he takes that person's spirit and puts him in the other body. That's yeah. why, like, Barbara Crampton's character's in Heather Graham's body. Heather Graham's dead. Her, her body, her soul, she's just dead. Yeah. So there, is, there's a lot of, you know... Kind of thought there'd be a little more with having Barbara Crampton, but maybe that's I mean, she of, was the climax. She yeah, was the, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I guess that's kind of... She kind of pops into movies. And well, she's, out, the, so. uh, she's the uh, she's the equivalent to What's-His-Face from In the Mouths of Madness, the guy that from uh, Monty Python that comes to 
talk to Sam Neill's character. The, the other doctor. Remember, you only see him at like two parts in the movie. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was in Time After Time with uh, Malcolm McDowell. He played Jack the Ripper. Whatever that fucking actor's name is. God You know what I'm talking it. about. You know yes. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that I can fucking say it right yeah. now. God yeah. damn it. Not not Cleese, but the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Was it not Eric Idle? No. No. Sorry, folks. We're getting old. We're getting I know. That's <laughs> just some, some British guy. Don't yeah. worry about it. So. But I do know my, one of my favorite rules with him outside of Monty Python was him playing Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Time after time with Mark McDowell. Anyway. So, the, but the ending of this is really where it's all at. And it's really like there's so much of the story before you can't, I wouldn't, you can't even cut it's to where this. it's where it goes full on Lovecraftian. Yes. Like, here's my fucking Dude. Lovecraft dick. Like, here you go. Like the like, way that he looks. Yeah. I wonder if they feel everything because the demon was able to swap Heather Graham's character because the demon wasn't dead. Yeah. And you're like, oh, does she feel the broken? Like, the leg's missing. Oh, yeah, you got that. <laughs> the yeah. bone sticking out of it. <laughs> You're dragging. Like you Why literally... do demons do that in everybody, though? Why does this mean break shit? They always have to break shit, all right? <laughs> Don't you want a full working body? The fucker fell off the table onto the scalpel. I know. <laughs> I was like, God damn. But I'm just saying, every demon is just like, I want to break some shit. Like, I don't want a fully working body. Like, mm -hmm. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> you know, uh, they showed the scalpel when they were using the defibrillator. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not why. That's not working. It's ground. It's shorting. And then they showed it again when they put the body up and, like, finally covered it because it was finally killed and that was it like why did you focus on the scalpel like three times after it happened if you did nothing with it yeah just to, i guess right just like I, I... <laughs> yeah and then there you know so that scene was pretty rad uh i enjoyed that there was body swapping and shooting and yeah <laughs> i mean that, that's really what i mean that's the whole time it's like oh what body are they, what body is the demon in now what body is the demon in now is it in, yeah you know it it yeah <laughs> The ending helps this movie, but yeah, he's got to wait for a while. And that's just my opinion. And then ultimately, the demon is still in Barbara Crampton's body, and Barbara Crampton's character is in Heather Grant's body, locked in a padded cell. As you can tell by the smoke ring, that I know. Blows. And he always go wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be right back. Give you our final thoughts. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there is another dimension. 
the dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F you, Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. All right, every trailer you just heard is for, you can go to GIPodcast.com, find all the shows. While you're there, you can also go to our links tab and click on our links to public, and that's where all the merch is for all the shows under the network, plus tons of fun, tangential stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'd love to see people rocking it. If you purchase some, please tag the show, tag the network. Let us know you're rocking it. Where so we post much shit. Yeah. Coffee mugs and everything, yeah, goddamn you know, it. Tons of shit. Guilt. Like, probably, I think we have a total of- Fucking magnets. Most Dude, of I'm gonna get, them. I'm going to get some magnets, put on my new car. Wow. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're at it like all designs can be put on like 50, 40 different things. So, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, all, all different styles of shirts, tank tops and baseball tees. Do they have blankets? Dude, I don't think they do. Yeah. I don't think they have blankets. We get pillows. I know about the pillows, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> you can get pillows. Yeah. I don't think you can do blankets, though. But you could snuggle up with the men's boys with the pillow. So. You could. Yeah. You could. We're not putting our faces on anything. Nope. Like that. No. <laughs> So, all right, man, I really, really, really wanted to like this movie, but as a, I can't honestly say as a whole, like, like th- there, there may be some conversation of the, of the swapping into between male, female body. I don't know if, I, I don't know if, uh, um, so, so I don't even know if that's in the, how far they go in the Lovecraft story, the thing at the door. Yeah, I don't know if it's just it goes all through men or if it swaps between men and women. I don't know if it has that many swaps. Yeah, the, yeah. I've never read it. Most of his stories are shorter, so I don't know. This movie, all right, my opinion. This movie seems like it was like, oh, Super Gordon was supposed to direct this. He didn't, but let's make it as a tribute by attempting to make his movie, no. even though he didn't do it. And it's like, no, just you should have done your own version because it just seems like it's going through the beats. But it's not his movie, and he would have done a better movie. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Yeah, and maybe not not a release. You know how many that... Stuart Gert, like movies I watch? I'm like, this is kind of dragging and boring. No, because <laughs> he keeps a pace, and uh, like the score just kind of like is very like. Oh yeah, you know Scores, what I mean. Yeah. I'm just saying, like like there's like suspense and intent, like on these like slower scenes that he he used to bring. This guy was just like, well, now nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just yeah, have the talk. Yeah, it almost would have been better if they didn't announce that it w- he was originally supposed to release it. Yeah. They just said, "Hey, we're doing a Lovecraft movie." I think yeah. that was kind of their intention, though, is like this is a tribute to him, and it's like, no, don't don't tribute. Don't do that. Yeah, just make your own movie. This is just a tribute. <laughs> I mean, right? But so, I guess you all you ha- you do have one of the writers that was kind of key and key. So I feel like that- th- that's why I think that I, there's parts of it that I really like. Because it is the writer, it's just only fifty percent of the equation. But it's the director's vision that takes that writing and That's makes what I'm saying. it. It's yeah. only fifty percent. Exactly. It's only fifty percent. So yeah, yeah. It didn't. It didn't survive for me. This, I really wanted to. I might give it another watch just because mm-hmm. I might. But it really didn't pass for me out the gate. Yeah. So I gotta. I, 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 I gotta I go ever, with that. Again, we always yeah. talk about if like you know we had a bunch of people over. Why would I have them sit around and watch? This. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. there's not really. There's a couple things here or there, but not enough to and, have. And I'm going to preface this: it's not a bad. I will. I will say when we talk about things not surviving, we'll, you know, sometimes it's like bad. This yeah, isn't a bad movie. No, it's just not. It's kind of boring. Yes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like 
they're, the parts that are really good, it's great. It's just more of that. Yeah. Like if they had to move move the percentage a little more to 50-50, <laughs> it might have been more enjoyable. But uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. It didn't survive. And like I said, I really wanted to, I really wanted to like a new Lovecraft adaptation. You well, know, we'll probably have plenty down the road. Is uh, every once in a while, someone's like, oh, again, it might not be based directly on his property, but again, come on, dude. Lovecraftian will always be a thing in oh, yeah. some sort of movie. And the, the other thing, and it's Shutter, dude. Shutter's gonna have something Lovecraftian in the next like year. All that's right? true. That's true. And yeah. like, dude, but like, I also, you know, was giving it even more grace because it had tons of Easter eggs. Oh, like, 100%. It's Miskatonic University for one. That's where the whole thing fucking takes place. That's the hospital. Yeah. I mean, just out the gate. Like, are you a medical student? Like, it's just, oh, there, and there's shit in the hospital that. You need you just have you just have to pay attention. It's weird because it tried to almost seem like it wanted to be like have an eighties movie tone. Not that it was based in the eighties, but just kind of like that tone, but like they forgot how that tone's supposed to go. Like yeah. if that makes sense. If you're gonna do that, you need to do it. Yeah. Like you need to bring it. Cause there's been movies I watched and like this isn't a horror movie, but like Turbo Kid, that like if you watch it like it is a post apocalyptic movie that it came out like, you know, mid like twenty ten. Like yeah, twenty ten, twenty eleven, something like, like that. that. Yeah. But it's like if it came out in the '80s, and they had that whole atmosphere, yeah. like it was from the Turbo '80s. Kid doesn't get enough love. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Dude, I don't, does he? Does he, he ever get an official Blu-ray release? Like, uh, if you pay a shitload of money for it, I know that. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. No, Turbo Kid's awesome. But Great I'm just movie. saying, like, that's where they went. Yeah, let's kind of embrace. You know, the, if we're gonna do an '80s theme, this one's like suggesting, and then or, and the way and the way it's filmed, I or guess. Or the barn. I mean, you want to embrace Perfect. an '80s movie? Yes. Fucking Scream Team releases The Barn. Feels like an 80s movie through and through. They were set in the 80s. They were going for 80s. Feels like a fucking 80s movie. Yeah. And when you go back and listen to our uh, interview, well, we did an interview with the writer, director, creator, actor, owner, <laughs> Justin Seaman. Master of it all. Ma- yeah, seriously. Because uh, there is a barn and a barn part two, and there's an interview attached to both. But he really goes in. The, the part two is more of like vibing with the 90s feel, uh, late 80s and early 90s feel, where he talks in the first interview about studying 80s cameras, studying film, and how they shot, like different angles. Yeah. There's angles they use in the 80s they probably don't use now if you're making a traditional 2024 movie. You know, everything was different because of the cameras that you had to, you had to set up shots differently, so he really went into that. And that they did not do that here if they were trying to go for 80s vibe. Yeah. They did not do that nope. here. So, yep. All right. That is it, folks. Hit us up at lowdownbrown.gyygmail.com. Let us know what you think. Did you love the movie? Do you think it was paced pro- properly? Again, are we full um, of shit? Are we yeah. full of shit? Are yeah. we, you know, we're not full of shit. We know it's not a Gordon movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. a fucking Gordon movie. Like, <laughs> even the slower one, Dagon, was still faster paced than this. Dagon was kind of slow. It was. Comparatively. But again, it had suspense. It had suspense. During the slower scenes. Yeah. That's the essential thing. From beyond, again, oh, 100%. S- slower, but had suspense, had buildup. Yeah. You had like, you know, the buildup here was just like trading bodies and there wasn't really anything you know, it was. It, it, I guess the suspense was just getting to the third time. Oh, if he does it one more time, it's it. Yeah, he's locked in. Uh, you know, that's I, not it. I, I, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, that's it, folks. Until we talk again, embrace the madness.
us at GUIPodcast.com. <laughs>